This episode is sponsored by Macmillan Audio and the audiobook version of Bloomsbury Girls by Natalie Jenner. Bloomsbury Girls is a compelling story of post-war London, a century-old bookstore, and three women determined to find their way in a fast-changing world. Grace must work to support her family following her husband's breakdown in the aftermath of the war, but she is torn between duty to her family and dreams of her own. Brilliant and stylish Vivian has a long list of grievances, the biggest of which is Alec McDonough, the head of fiction, and ambitious Evie was denied an academic position in favor of her less accomplished male rival, and the bookstore is where she plots revenge. Vivian, Grace, and Evie and their complex web of relationships, goals, and dreams are planning a future that is richer and more rewarding than anything society will allow. Award-winning actor Juliette Stevenson narrates this heartwarming audiobook from the internationally best-selling author of the Jane Austen Society. Get Bloomsbury Girls on Audible, Libro FM, or wherever you get audiobooks today. Conversations with Friends, again, episodes 6, 7, 8. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. (laughs) And we're pop fiction women. (laughs) Unlike other recaps that we do, even when we do a whole series like this, I feel like every time I come on with a completely different thesis. Episodes one and two, I'm like, okay, tracking the book. Totally tracking the book. Very, uh, you know, I'm loving it. I'm just seeing it come to life, blah, blah, blah. Episodes three, four, five, I was like, ooh, they're bringing Bobby and Francis to the forefront, which is maybe how the book really was intended the whole time. Same but different was kind of that thesis. Yes. Like it's same but different. Different right. emphasis. Different but emphasis, but also still like, true to the book. Correct. Still true to the book here in 6, 7, and 8. But I have a whole, like this is really one woman's journey to like losing herself, finding herself, all of it, the whole spectrum of it. Mm-hmm. Are you getting that sense with these yes. two? Especially these three episodes. Yes, yes. But these three I know they do track the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as if they ever, with a Sally Rooney adaptation, and we're only on the second one, but were they ever, <laughs> you know, really veer far right. off? Not but, the way, like, A Little Fires Everywhere did, which was completely right. a- introduced new things that were nowhere in the book. But yet these three do feel, it does feel different to me. I'm getting, like we said, with with three, four, five, it was just a different emphasis to focus on the Bobby and... And Francis, we saw that in the book, but we mm-hmm. saw it towards the end. And as we said, if we had went back and reread it, we would see what, what they were putting on the screen more. But right. this, I'm sort of like, I don't know. It yeah. feels different. It, it feels, yeah. It feels very focused on Francis. Now, Nick is involved and Bobby is involved, but it feels like they put these together to they, they put these scenes together that were maybe a little bit more spread out throughout the book because I think I, I don't I think all of these scenes were in the book yeah. mm-hmm. um, but I think so there might be lines like, here or there that I'm yes, like mm, I don't know if they said that but I haven't cross-checked no but the story I was agree. always Francis's story it, yes it, but it even was even in the book yeah but it was so relational you know Sally right. it was so relational and this feels a little bit more about her as a and I dare I say an individual I and mean, it's kind of blasphemy oh. when you're talking about Sally Rooney but I don't know I look I at me I'm like <gasps> no but it. I think that's it yeah, and it, I think that's it yeah. and and because 
again, I know we said this, there's so much interiority in her books, but they managed to, and that makes it a challenge, no doubt, to, to adapt. But somehow they've managed it before. Her books have, are always sort of similar in that yeah, regard. Yeah. And I feel like in these three, we don't get the interiority and somehow we took out the correspondence emails and otherwise with nick so that i'm not even even from the relational standpoint i'm not getting what i got out of the book and so then now there's still a lot with bobby Mm. they're still focusing on that yeah but you know like we said when we did the book this question of can you love more than one person and that does not come through here i don't feel like i'm seeing even if they wanted to emphasize more the Bobby and Francis love story, but then I want to definitely have a competing or simultaneous pull to the Francis Nick love story. And and then I want to sit here and go, oh my God, like right. I did in the book. What? Can you love two people? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Whereas this... It feels more know. like what happens when you lose yourself in love and you try to define yes. yourself alternatively by two people one yes uh, yeah so both equally unavailable in different ways but also not what she's meaning to do which is actually find herself so it right. does feel I, I'm with you it feels very different is there anything you want to I really don't there's a lot of her health stuff a lot of her fa- parents stuff I, I really want to pick up at eight unless there's anything that you want to highlight from six or seven yeah well Which, go ahead yeah. yeah like six like you said definitely a lot of her her health issues for for the at least the beginning of that episode um but they're also still reckoning with the bobby finding out about uh, Nick and Francis and her walking in and, and post Croatia. And, you know, I thought it was the exchange they had, you know, about why you didn't tell me, you know, Bobby's asking her, why didn't you tell me about Nick? It's kind of embarrassing. And she said, it's as if we're in wildly different versions of this friendship, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really interesting. I don't remember that line if it was in there, but I don't you know she's either, yeah no. and she's 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 hurt um and then what does bobby do she uh no then she tries to call bobby i'm sorry and and because they they need to talk in person but she can't reach her so what does francis do she does does that whole thing which she did do in the book where she searches all their old messages for feelings um, for feelings you yes. know but but in the book she searched for love too the word love didn't she and yeah, feelings both of them. yeah both yeah of them. yeah um so then i don't remember this either though but she says um you know there was a there was a, an exchange like you don't really talk about your feelings and francis says i'm just not very emotional mm. and oh, bobby remember like, this unemotional is not a quality someone could have that's like claiming not to be very alive mm-hmm. no like can't people be unemotional i don't understand yeah no? well i i think francis kicks back to that and says they can be just because yeah. you are that i remember that exchange in the book mm-hmm. because it was really a big aha moment for me because i do have that same tendency i think if people aren't wildly emotional i'm like you're hiding something you're or it's repressed yeah. it's or suspicious it's down yeah mm-hmm. it's suspicious yeah and then i'm like i don't 
I think I just have a lot more emotional volatility think, in my own self than than other people do. So, yeah. So I, I know, that. and I'm with yeah. Francis because I'm yeah. like, I don't know that I do on some things I do. Sure. But on a lot of things, right. I'm like, I actually don't feel strongly about mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I am repressed. Um, but then, so there was a lot of the Bobby Francis um, dealing with each other and her mom telling her, you know, make do me a favor and make up with Bobby I don't remember that either like she's I hate to see you like this um but there's then they do finally talk and she says Bobby says if I hadn't walked in would you have ever told me um and she says it's embarrassing walking in and feeling like I was the one who shouldn't be there and I'm like but Bobby you you shouldn't have been there you walked in (laughs) on those two but again it's all about Mm-hmm. So a lot of emphasis on, you know, Bobby and Francis. Yeah. Um, she said it horrified me. To you know, feel like an intruder. Like an intruder. Yeah. But then Francis is like, that's horrifying great. for you to feel Say, like an intruder. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Honestly, when I think of my life, I imagine you at the center. I don't remember Ooh, that line that either. Was but a this big is moment. I agree. it I is. Don't, I don't but they are that. really and there were some moments when we talked about them, but this was, I just felt like this Bobby Francis again was just so much of that when really Nick in that episode, you know, she tried to call him when she thought maybe it was a miscarriage from the hospital. He's like, are you drunk? And then she's like, forget it and hangs up. So it's it really not. That was yeah. as is, but you're yeah. right. It's, no, right. It's, it's just, not a lot of content. It's not a lot of content. And I get it. She doesn't want to tell him. But there was a lot she didn't want to tell Bobby either in the book about her illness. So this just seemed very focused on them. And then it's sort of, he comes around at the end of that episode. They they end up talking and and then in seven. But also one of the things we loved talking about so much was Nick being passive and who's in control. And there's been a couple lines and there was one in six, you know, she says he's actually pretty passive. You know, she was... Bobby was asking if they use birth yep. control yep. and she was kind of mad at him like you know and and Francis was like he's actually pretty passive she's like but he could have said no yeah. and that's when she did get the line which is in the book like maybe he just acts passive so he doesn't have to take blame for anything mm-hmm. but just you can't really get into this this stuff that we loved about yeah I think they're trying to do it more through that the acting the yeah like, the know. way the way she mm-hmm. always initiates the way you know it does feel like he is being passive and just kind of taking whatever comes to him but right. it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel quite as debatable I guess it feels more actually true I do I my thing right. in the book was I didn't think that was true I thought he was not passive it's just that he wasn't giving her what she wanted and so and then alternately did and so it was like whether he was passive or active or whether he controlled her life or not was about which which part of himself he was you know catering to right and this just and feels like he is just passive you just see it yeah, yeah. you just see it yeah okay so maybe yeah, yeah that's not a good so point. much to debate <laughs> yeah yeah that's true yeah and then so then in seven just they they now you, there's a lot of them together now hooking up and and all that but oh we got a dance scene we get two dance scenes but they're so short by the way so short so short why do we get these little anyway but that one there was just another that thing that i don't remember 
with this whole Bobby Francis, Nick Francis. So they're having, in Seven, they're having a lot of sex scenes, but he's getting dressed in, in her room and he sees this poem on the wall that he, she says Bobby gave that. He's like, this is beautiful. And she's like, oh, Bobby gave it to me. I, um, and then he's like, how is Bobby? Oh, she's good, whatever. Does she mind me coming over? No. And he's trying to say, well, this is kind of probably a big deal. This is the first relationship you've been in since you two were together. Is it strange for her? And she's like, well, she's the one that broke up with me. And he's like, how is that relevant? Which I actually <laughs> thought was a good answer. Yeah. And she's, you know, and then she's just like gets happy because he referred to it them as a relationship but mm -hmm. i don't remember either just like post-sex the first yeah. thing those two talk about yeah. is a poem bobby gave her and then nick yeah. has the you know i don't know what the word but the you know he seems like a shrink like let's yeah. analyze that you know <laughs> um, have you thought about yeah. how bobby might feel about yeah. this and i'm like i don't no. remember but that i just have a problem with that again back to my other point i'm not gonna get as invested in whether mm. Nick's in love with Francis and Francis love with Nick when even Nick is inserting Bobby into their yeah. relationship yeah so that seemed like a change that again is probably having the effect among these other things we're talking about of me just not not understanding where this part's going with Nick and Francis the way yeah. I felt in the book yeah I think you're I think that's intended I don't I know. know that it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing but I think it's what's intended I don't think if you do look at the whole book if you look at it through the eyes of the fact that she was only with Nick to as a, as sometimes a distraction sometimes a weapon sometimes a comfort but mm -hmm. all of it was really not it was all secondary to the way she loves Bobby, then all of this makes sense. You should yes. be invested in the two of them. They're not good together. They're each other's secondary love choices. So it's right. Like, so there, these additions or slight changes are are emphasizing that even more. Yeah, I think so. I think they I, couldn't have emphasized it in the book because we didn't know it till the end, and then you had to rethink it. This is them, as we've talked about, rethinking. The I guess whole I kind of liked it better that way, yeah. though. So that then, <laughs> right? Because now. There doesn't seem that's probably why it was written that way because if she wanted to she could have written it more obviously all along so they've decided to make it more obvious all along and it's then i'm just not that into the nick francis thing and i'm not saying i wanted to be into it because i believe that she should ultimately be with nick like you said he he'd pull melissa out of a burning building before he pulled out her so but there is just i wanted to be more invested in it so it felt like more of a of a not a decision maybe but I don't know this conflict over over which what's the first love I don't know yeah I, just... I think that in the book it was more of a question can you love two people and I think the point here is that you cannot and when you think you are are you fooling yourself and which yes. one are you fooling yourself about yeah, I think that, and that's slightly different. It, it's it's it is it's slightly different. It really is. It might not yeah. seem like it is, but I think it is. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and, so episode eight. I this yes. is clearly not in the book because she was not. Uh, she didn't have a book launch right mm, in the nope. book. No. Nope. Right. No. Yeah. So I think and, she was working on a book, but ooh. there was certainly no launch party like this. Yeah, and she was also writing essays and 
publishing mm-hmm. and photography and whatever. But anyway, yeah. so in episode eight, we ha- we're at the book launch and we see that Francis is first jealous of Nick and Melissa. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby brings the bartender home and oh, Francis does that really shitty thing where she sees like Nick put his arm around oh. Melissa and then so she grabs Bobby first of all it was incredibly awkward yes but talk about your point all along which has been everything is a reaction yeah. to Bobby or, or, yeah. or each other. I mean yeah yeah and there she would felt herself losing her grip on whatever she had over Bobby through Nick and then she's like grabbing Bobby Oh, yeah, and she's was, like, don't fucking use me. I was like, right on, Bobby. Good, yes. It's true. That was gross. Yeah, it was. And, and awkward and all bleh, the whole thing, no. Yeah. But I yeah. I feel like in this episode, and I think um, someone says it to her. I, I think I wrote it down at some point. Like, you're, she's a mess. Mm-hmm. She's a mess. Oh, no, Bobby says to her, you're becoming, I, I feels like I'm watching you disappear. Yes. And that's how it feels to me, too. Who mm-hmm. is Frances? Is she going after Nick? Is she going after Bobby? Is she trying to make everybody jealous? Is she positioning? Is she only doing it because Nick's married? Is she only doing it because whatever? It's like, it feels like who is Frances? I only know who like Nick and Bobby are. I don't know who Frances is or what she wants. Yeah, I have no idea. No, she doesn't neither know. does right. she. Exactly. Yeah. And this is... When she goes on the Tinder date, talking yeah. about not knowing what yes. she wants. Which you said was a throwaway in the book. They've made it a much bigger deal here. And they've also yes. made it a bigger deal in that they added in the Bobby. Of course. Then it was an exact incident. reaction So I don't know. Bobby. Right. But it could have been Nick and Melissa at the launch. Yeah. But then yes, also right. Bobby brings the bartender home from the launch. And right. that is immediately when she goes on Tinder. So Right. So both her people. Yeah. Melissa, but you know, yes. yeah, Nick yeah. is and obviously with with his wife, and she's yeah. sitting because also at the sweet. launch, yeah. yes. Yeah. But at the launch is when she says our favorite line that we've referenced so many times. She says to Bobby, Nick, and Melissa look happy, and she's mm. like, obviously, if the there was a burning building, he'd yes. save Melissa. So she's sees that, and they look doting, but she also realizes she's the second choice. And then she goes home, and you're right, Bobby now brings home someone else. And so she's reacting really, I think, to both things by then immediately going on Tinder because she doesn't know what to do. Now what yeah. do I do? Who am I? Yes. And who am and I without each of them? And and exactly. goes on this horrible what date. what is it that do I want? Yes. Goes on. Right. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then tells Nick about it. What did you oh, want boy. out of that conversation? I mean, that conversation yeah. was just as bad in the book as it is here. Yeah. I mean, she... You know, why are you telling me this, basically? Yeah. And, you know, it felt you can't, worse to me. Like, I don't know if it, it was did, just watching to watch it. it. Oh, it I'm did. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and, you know, he is passive, but at least on this one, Nick's like, like, dude, no, you can't take it out yeah, on me whenever st- you feel badly. But I know. He waits till they're in the bedroom. I, I mean, know. he makes that her was dinner. So awkward. He says okay I to know. sex. I mean, he really is acting very passively. In this. Yeah. And yeah. really only because they tried to start hooking up and it was just not, you know, there was this hanging over them. So yeah, it really took him. Had to- <laughs> only when it was an elephant like sitting on him. What is he like? And he right, couldn't fine. get his pants off. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I got to talk about this. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Oh, boy. that's true. That's yeah. true. But then, you know, they have a fight 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. How would you feel if I was sleeping with other women, then coming over to your house and going on about it? And she's like, but you're married. Yeah. And he's like, does that mean you can treat me however you want? Um, and she's like, well, I don't think it's the same thing. I mean, I, you know, you knew he was married. You're, yeah. you're, you're just purposely go sleep with a guy and come tell me about it. It's not, I've been yeah. married this whole time, basically. Right. But it's also like, it's the same thing with the Bobby thing. Like, why would I have to think about Bobby's feelings? Because she dumped me. Why do I have mm-hmm. to think about your feelings? Because you're married. She mm-hmm. always puts these immediate barriers up to like, whatever I do is, is like for me to deal with. And I have to decide, but, but she doesn't think about the other people because she's disqualified them from, from, or she's disqualified herself from caring about them because of these things. She dumped me. It's her fault. Yeah. He's married. It's his fault. But right. that's not how things go. Their feelings are much more complicated than that. And she right. doesn't like to see that. No, she does not. No. And so then <laughs> right? she has a, a little bit of an outburst there. The problem mm. is not you're married. The problem is I love you and you mm. obviously don't feel the same. Mm. Fuck you. Mm. Yeah. 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 Does she love him? All right. We don't even know. We don't. We don't even know. Yeah. We we don't. We don't. I don't she doesn't. I don't think. Even I mean, it's knows. just, in, and so she screams that. Mm. And then the very next scene, she's writing an essay oh, about Bobby. Yeah. So. And she comes home and she texts Bobby, where are you? And Bobby's like, yeah. I went home. I didn't know you were coming back. It's like 11 o'clock, 1130 at night. Right. Uh, so I don't, does she... Yeah. I think she I think that sounded like something she should yell at him, but that's not that that's not really true. Or she has no idea. Yeah, I do think though, if he was like, uh, I do love you, and I want to leave my wife," she'd be like, "Okay, great." And then she would like begin the process of actually falling in love with him. But I think she's holding herself back. I don't remember that from the book either, and I thought that was interesting. The whole he said to her. I am going to tell Melissa after the book launch. And then mm-hmm. she gets mad at that, which I understand yeah. her getting mad at that. That does kind of suck. Maybe she was waiting for that moment to see how real he was and like how mm-hmm. real any of this was. And then he, he didn't did do it. say in the book that he was going to tell Melissa. Okay. Um, I, I mean, there was no book launch, but it right. was, you know, he did, he did say he was going to tell her. Okay. And then he does. I mean, he does, he did in the book. He does. I'm, pretty sure i thought bobby told, told melissa really I thought oh jeez so. oh my god i was i wised up after our last one and, and you I, got the book I, I have the book here right my Man. dog-eared pages look look at that oh my god i know they were crazy <laughs> yeah and now i'm gonna look i okay. feel like i well i don't have the book but i have um where is the, the letter know. right it's like two oh yeah here it is 224 Right, because I thought they had like a... Nick ma- says he told Melissa. Okay. Where- he should have told her sooner. 222 to 223 is what my notes say. Yeah. Nick says he told Melissa and says he loves her. Should have told her sooner. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, and there was that great line I loved where she says that he says he loves her. And she's like, since when? And he said, since I met you, if I wanted to be philosophical about it, I'd say I loved you before then. I don't, do you think we're going to get that moment? I don't know. See, this is what I'm saying. I I wanted, I want to believe that, that they're in love. Yeah. And, and I'm, and again, I know that that doesn't mean she's, it might not be the secondary love, Mm. but 
why can't you sell me all why yeah. are they mutually exclusive why can't yeah. you sell me that bobby's the, the first one yeah but that he's second right now i don't i don't even have him at second you're I absolutely don't. right you're absolutely right it, it, we're not I really mean, feeling second. it between either of them second only in like yeah only because two. there's only two people exactly that's not what i mean that there's like I, a real love a real connection a real feeling there it just feels sometimes convenient sometimes interesting but not anything remotely looking like love to me right yeah it looks like sex honestly yeah. only because of the way they're also cutting if you cut out all their emails and yes, texts i know there's some texts yeah. but their texts look terrible by the way if you just go by the text she has with nick it, it looks like oh hey yeah through words and I'm it's great. basically like you okay i'm sorry and yeah. do you want to see me? <laughs> and do you want to see me? And and then after yeah. I see you, I'm going to have to something else to apologize for. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly. And then we get together. And remember, even we were saying, I don't even have a problem with the, if the only way he can actually open up and communicate is when he's naked and horizontal. Right. Fine. Fine. We get barely any of those. I mean, in episode mm. seven, they do have a talk about how they're both kind of unemotional and not vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And they're similar yes. in that regard. Yeah. And okay. we have that one line in Croatia when he says like, I want you so much. And I'm like, okay. That one came out of nowhere too. It didn't feel like it. If I, so I'm like, I want you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. That is I'm not, getting it. I'm getting it's not that. like yeah. palpable. Okay. No. I need it to be. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you could blame it on the maybe there isn't as much chemistry between these two actors or whatever, but it's also just the right, the, yeah. it's not there. It's they can't not. make that. I mean, no, it's, it's not. The, it is, yeah. it is really has been sort of washed out, I think, in service of a different relationship. But mm -hmm. your point is, and I agree, you can still have this. People are often very delusional. They, yes. uh, you know, I thought even throughout the book, without even knowing about the Bobby stuff, I'm like, they're both delusional. They don't love each other as much as they think they do. They are using it as a receptacle for other things as well. That happens all the time. Mm -hmm. But they're not, they're not even doing that. They're just really relegated it to this backseat, ho-hum not even throwing yourself into it position and so yeah. i don't know it's taken away some of the oomph right yeah. so i don't know i don't, I don't know. know now we all know sort of the mid slump sometimes in a series you got 12 episodes that can't right. all be amazing that's right six seven eight is often where things but this is more of an approach yes here that i'm just you know that. it's yeah. not just that the, the it slumps sometimes or falls flat in the middle but I don't know yeah this feels like a difference of an approach that that is I'm, I'm getting a little bit of a hard time even understanding what perspective we are what journey is this I'm not even sure because in the book it was a journey from Bobby back to Bobby and I thought the first two episodes were kind of that way then the second our second recap I was like okay they're gonna instead do like Bobby's always been there and we're going to journey off in little places but it's always the central theme and now here it's more like one woman's journey to losing herself to finding herself again which those are those are actually different stories those are different mm -hmm. like tropes those are different arcs so where right. is this going and I like those stories I, I love all of them but, but you gotta pick one I mean 
Right. But exactly. And yeah. also, though, that's not really, as you pointed out from the beginning, that's not really Sally Rooney's story, the individual, like her losing herself and finding herself. I mean, I'm a huge fan of those, but that's not, yeah. that's not, that's yeah. not what her stories are about. No, they're not. There is they, no, from the woman who wrote, there's no such thing as the individual. I mean, this is a direct quote from Sally Rooney. She would not write that story. No, no, it's just no. It's antithetical to her being. Yes. And to what she wants to explore. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, we'll see, I guess. Well, we're obviously not going to stop. That's no, for sure. There's no, no. stopping us now. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So next that's a song we have. Don't stop. Um, I, I was did that to see if you would sing. Yeah. I did. I did, and I only got like a little yeah. bit. But I'm like, no, no, it's not a not a I favorite want, song ain't of mine. No stopping us now. Oh, see oh, now, a I'll do it. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, we're gonna be back with nine and ten. Yes, and then see where they're leading us and we'll project what's going to happen for the end, which we'll mm, see. I know. Yeah, because, you know, I did like that ending in the book. And I know you did. Wait, I think you called it the best one. I did call it the best one. And so I'm getting oh, a little nervous no. now. Oh, there's no way. I'm, go- I'm going to have a problem. I've already decided. Yeah. I hope not, but. Yeah, it's not looking great for because that ending where they end with on Nick and Francis really does need to go through the whole journey of them yep. and we're not seeing that. I just don't know how you get to that from where yeah. we are now. Hey, maybe they are. I mean, look, we just read that part, that line. You just even said that line, um, I've been in love with you since before I met you, whatever. So maybe, maybe some of that's coming maybe. out. I'm okay. so optimistic. I can't. It didn't prove out last it. time. So we'll. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll be back. We'll see. Yes, we'll be back.